0: Today, we talk about getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day, team. Glenazar here. Welcome you back to the Building Better Humans Project podcast and welcome to another week. Now, my shout out and my thought patterns for the podcast, even for this week, for the kickoff of the week, is around. Getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So putting yourselves into uncomfortable situations. And my shout-out goes out to all of the team from Project 180 who fought in a corporate fight night on the weekend. A hectic night, busy for myself, Zyra and Jaden going in all the corners, Taylor helping warm everyone up. But it was a real team effort on the night. We had nine fighters that competed and they all did really well. There were some wins, there were some losses, there were some draws, there were some questionable decisions. But what there wasn't lacking was absolute courage, you know, just to do what they did. And I know fighting's not for everyone, but there's a lesson to be learnt from this. And the lesson is that you've got to have the ability to get outside your comfort zone on a consistent basis in order that you can, one, become more resilient because the more challenges you take on that are outside what you would normally take on, then, of course, when something unexpected hits you, you're able to handle it. And I've talked about this before. It's that you stress, It's that positive form of stress. Now, I'm not suggesting any of us need to become daredevils. We don't have to become adrenaline junkies. We don't have to be seeking that high all the time. And in fact, if you're built around having that high all the time, it's possibly not the thing that's making you uncomfortable anyway. It could be something else. So you might be the adrenaline junkie who's doing bungee and um, climbing mountains and you know hanging off abseil ropes. And, and people might go, wow, that's he or she's really getting uncomfortable. But it's probably not for them. But what if for them is going to a nine to five is, say, what if it's dancing, public speaking? Um, You know, there could be a a myriad of things, learning new skills, taking on formal education, uh, pushing for a promotion at work. There's something else in their world that would make them uncomfortable. We all do what we want to do and we all tend to do what makes us comfortable. And that's great. We work hard to have comfort, but we need to challenge ourselves at different times to also become uncomfortable. And so the way we can do that, it doesn't have to be a boxing match like the team did on the weekend, although for a lot of them, that was incredibly uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be that. You might not even like that sport. It's not about that. But you've got to look for ways to do things on a consistent basis. Now, consistently to me means two, three, four times a year, something big, something scary, something that's going to make you really think twice and and know that, hey, I have to prepare for this. I just can't turn up and do this because it means that much to me. Now, I don't watch a lot of TV, and I haven't watched the TV show SAS Australia before, but I've been watching it over the weekend purely because... Someone close to me has been asked to go on the show and he just asked me for some advice and I said, look, to be honest, I can give you some general military advice, but I don't know the show. So I referred him on to someone else, Kev Toonan, who's been on this show before, who has prepped people for that show. But then I started watching it and I found it quite interesting watching people face fears, overcome fears, um, you know, have backstories as to why they have those fears and it's really good to understand what the backstory is and sometimes there's no backstory. We kind of create a backstory in order for us to justify a fear that even we know possibly isn't justifiable. Like when I say it out loud, it doesn't make sense. And then you'll see some people, uh, Manu, the celebrity chef, pulled off on day two or three and convinced himself, and I don't believe this for a second, but I don't need this. I don't need to prove anything to myself. But I actually think we do. And I think he's going to be disappointed. And I felt that towards the end of his episode anyway, where... He just felt disappointed in himself for not finishing it. And I get it. I understand that. So I guess the challenge for you guys is to look for things to challenge yourself with. Now, I know right now, particularly if you're down in the southern states of Australia and you're in lockdowns, it's really hard to find something to challenge yourself with. And you're being challenged as we speak. And if you're finding yourself a little bit out of sorts, which is normal it's possible that you need to build more resilience in the good times. And we'll talk about that, I think, more and more once COVID kind of moves on. But for now, look for ways that you can get uncomfortable. Look for ways that you can challenge yourself. You know, my team, I think, on the weekend, they learnt that everything you do in practice doesn't tie across into the real thing. You can't put the same pressure on yourself as on the night, and that's in any event. Like, I can practice a speech, but when I get up and do it in front of 50 people, 100 people, 500 people, a thousand people. You can see how the challenge of that if I'm not good at it or I'm not confident with it or I don't like it, the challenge magnifies as the number of people in front of you magnifies absolutely. okay? And it's the same. These guys practice and practice and practice and a lot of things went out the window. once the pressure got on, the excitement of the night, the you know the heat, the music, the crowd yelling, there's all of these things. There's this sensory overload that we're going through. And people were absolutely fatigued by the end of it. And they had to really dig deep to push themselves through the rounds. Three, two-minute rounds, six minutes of work doesn't sound like much. But in that environment, it's a lot. Now, you've got to find your own ways of getting uncomfortable. So lessons learned. Uh, practice. You need to practice, but it doesn't always come across on the night. It's not going to be perfect. What you've built it up to be in your head is not going to be what it is. Now, you can overhype it or you can underhype it. But either way, it's going to be a different experience on the night. They probably, I think, learnt, hey, I can do things that are totally uncomfortable that don't feel natural to me. Some of them may never do that again, and that's cool. They don't have to. But then the fourth thing I think we learn is, I wonder what else I can take on. If I was able to handle that, if I was able to overcome that fear, I wonder what else I could take on. For me, lessons I learnt over the weekend, there are plenty of areas in my life that I'm not challenging myself. I'm currently not fully living the life that I'm happy with. And I genuinely and genuinely enjoy my life. But there's some pieces that just aren't quite sitting right with me. And so it made me reassess myself around those things. How do I get better at those things? How do I shore some things up in my personal life, in my professional life, in the businesses? There's a lot of things to think about. It's been a challenging couple of years in the businesses. I thought I had a good amount of money put aside. It turns out I didn't, not for a two-year hiatus of my main business and that's tough but it is what it is I have to face that and I'm pretty good at understanding that a challenge is what it is so on that side of things it's about me learning lessons and being willing to look at myself I can't teach these guys anything I can't teach you anything if I'm not willing to follow it through myself and so there's some areas that I need to tighten up so assessments of yourself are always important I want to give a shout out to the team Uh, started with Cherish a great young girl who, who only came in five or six weeks before the fight camp program, um, and then wanted to jump in and have a fight. She did really well and she had a win. Uh, Troy the Thug, he's having his second fight. Uh, I thought he got a win, but they didn't give him the decision. But you know Troy's forty two years of age. He set himself a goal to have ten corporate fights in in ten months, and he's on track because he's actually going again next week. Uh, Laveni who jumped in and fought a guy that was six foot eight, six foot seven, uh, and Laveni's about six two. So it was a massive challenge for him. Slam and Sammy Thompson, who's become a good mate of ours in a very short period of time, uh, who I met through Jaden, and uh, just a great young man. He's doing some amazing things. I'll get him on the podcast at some point soon to talk about the amazing things he's doing. Big Freeney, he had a crack. Big Freeny is a big rugby boy. Only Freene's on Instagram if you want to follow him. Uh, and um, Pig Athletic if you want to follow a bit of comedy side of, of Freene's and a few other boys. But yeah, they were the big. he was a big rhino and so was the bloke he was fighting. My mate Jay Walker, And Jay used to be the general manager of Nova 106.9. And he told me six years ago he wanted to have a corporate fight. This is a guy that's you know highly paid in a very corporate job, um, dealing with all the top people, top executives, intelligent man and wanted to have this fight, and he finally got to do it. It didn't get the result we wanted, but he prepared well. He's, I think he's a better person for the experience, and he was the oldest member of the team at 50, and I think, good on him at that age, because you know that's my age, you know, close enough too anyway, being willing to jump in and try a sport totally new, totally out of his comfort zone. was amazing. Ethan, who is Taylor's best mate, uh, he's become a good friend of mine as well. Uh, big supporter of Tay's, which I really appreciate. And he got in and just had a red hot crack. He left it all in the ring. And I think at the end of the day, that's all you can ask of, of yourselves or of other people. When you're going to do something, commit yourself to the process fully and just give everything. Probably the fighter of the night for me out of our team was Jack. Young Jack, you know, 20, 21 years of age, plumber, and just got in and had a red-hot crack, and he's actually got some skills. I think he could be a fighter. And our final fighter of the night was Cherie. Cherie's uh, early 40s, been training here for 18 months, two years, and her first experience doing anything like this and absolutely got out of her comfort zone and really had to push herself through again. Didn't get the result she wanted on this occasion, ran into a very awkward opponent, but she stayed in the fight. And at the end of the first round, she was a bit emotional. I could tell she kind of wanted out and I didn't allow that to happen. We had a good conversation and she just went back out, dug in and and did what she knew how to do. Again, you don't have to do boxing, but that's what these guys chose. It's 100% outside their comfort zone. And I think they've got a new appreciation for the sport. And I think they're going to be able to take on bigger challenges as a result of this. So for you, look at ways that you can challenge yourself look at ways you can get uncomfortable. Commit yourself. To something that requires you to have a process, a preparation to deal with the fear over a period of time and then to still do it anyway. And you're going to become far more resilient. You're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to gain a lot of self respect and you're going to be a better human as a result. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar.